It's now time for The Week That Was with Caitlin Cassidy from the Shepparton News. And here she is, hopefully. Good morning. <laughs> Hello, how are you, Caitlin? Um, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm still adjusting to <laughs> the huge day that was yesterday. But <laughs> Well, only last week we were, you were saying how great it was that you could be back in the office with your mask off. I know. <laughs> I was looking through the papers this morning. On Tuesday, we had no cases. And now on Friday we're in lockdown with 18. It's just, yeah, crazy. Things move very fast. They do, yeah. Well, that's this Delta variant, as they keep saying. Yep. So did you enjoy how many days without your mask? Did you have three or four or something like that? (laughs) I think, yeah, in the end it was three. Three days. Three blissful days. (laughs) (laughs) So masking back up, or or are you actually staying at home? Um, We're doing sort of a bit of a tag team so some are going in some are staying home so we're still essential service but we're just keeping that distance yeah it's a a tricky one yeah it is so has that been so obviously that was taking up a huge amount of your time yesterday tell us all about it yeah and it was really um uh just quite touch and go for a while there because there wasn't a press conference until i think it was quarter to five Um, So it seemed increasingly clear we were going into lockdown, but it wasn't until he came up, um, you know, close to the end of the day that we found out. But I think this time around, I'm more confident because he did say that if regional areas don't see cases bob up, then they will come out of lockdown quicker than Melbourne. So we might be coming out, you know, within those five days. That's Um, a shred of hope that we can cling to. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. When's your, what time's your deadline, Caitlin? I think ours is about 6 o'clock, 6.30. Okay. So so pretty, pretty down to the wire. Yes, doesn't give you a lot of time to, you know, I'm sure you're all, you know, there was smoke coming off the keyboards after yeah. the press release. <laughs> Especially for the sports guys because they just had their uh, entire paper really uh, torn to shreds. I so, bet. Yeah, so they were working pretty hard as well. Well, yeah, I mean, what's the point of preview- previewing games that aren't going to happen? I know, that's oh. the thing. So what do, what do they feel? I haven't looked at the physical paper yet. What have they filled it with? Maybe they uh, they pulled back on pages in the sports section because there's yeah, no sport happening. Things like, you know, international sport obviously is still going on and things that are sort of more further in the future that might still go ahead. And then just sort of writing stories about the fact that things are, you know, mm. not happening is sort of a story in itself. Mm, yes, maybe that, that profile of that interesting individual that you've been holding on to, run that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I had a look this morning and there's now exposure sites have grown to, I think, 125 um, today now, we're including a rugby game, a Wallabies versus France game. So, yeah. But nothing up this yeah, way, is there? No, still nothing, which is good. Fingers crossed. I guess the, yeah. the closest would be Calcalo. Yeah, yeah. Which, which everyone goes there. to. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I stopped there every, I think, trip to Melbourne. Mm. Really stop. Yeah, don't go to Melbourne. Is, uh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right now? I'm not going there. Not at all. Okay, well, um, what else have you been, let's not talk about lockdown yeah. for a minute. What else have you been working on, Caitlin? Um, well, one that I think has actually been quite divisive in the community, um, which is kind of a little funny story, is that releasing balloons is now banned in Victoria. So if you release a balloon, you will get a $991 fine. 
does seem like a, a bit of a classic nanny state trait, doesn't it? Yeah, but the reason for it is that wildlife um, apparently can be really harmed or killed by balloons because they ingest them or they become entangled in the ribbons. Um, and I think it it's the deadliest form of litter when swallowed by certain seabirds, um, which really surprised me. Mm, I think um, when you explain it like that, most people will think that's reasonable. But anything like this where people are being told they can't do something that they've done in the past really gets certain people's backs up. Exactly. And I think some people were saying, you know, this proves the world's gone mad. You know, why can't we just have this simple pleasure? Like, we can't enjoy anything anymore. Um, But they've given these alternatives to balloon balloon releasing and balloons at parties, which I found quite funny. They suggested instead you could plant a tree um, (laughs) or you could blow bubbles. So... (laughs) Bit of a different party, I think, atmosphere for all planting trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all, the, all the kids will love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, we'll say, I mean, technically you can still enjoy a balloon. You just can't release it into the air. So. Keep your balloons inside, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got to have no outdoor balloon, balloon fun. Just keep it all. There's a, good, there's a good reason to burst them. Yeah. <laughs> and dispose appropriately. Burst it and put it in the bin when yes. you're finished with it. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. Yes, I can see how that one would be good for the clickbaiters. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what else, Caitlin? Um, one that's a bit more concerning is that there's new sort of renewed calls, I should say, um, to respond to this problem of dumping along the Goulburn River and along our waterways. Um, And I chatted to Parks Victoria and they have had to remove 60 cars in the past 12 months. That's insane. Isn't it crazy? Why why are people doing this? Is it it fun? Is it to hide something? I think a lot of them are sort of um, stolen cars or illegal, you know, um, they've just, they don't want to take it to the tip so they just dump it somewhere. And it's hard to tell sort of whose responsibility it is um, if no one's taking ownership of the car. So they just end up, yeah, being by the rivers. And apparently it's only if they actually are in the water that it becomes the responsibility of police. Um, so Parks Victoria just sort of are mopping up all these disposed of cars. And it's also just a lot of rubbish um, and hard waste that's just no one's taking it to the tip Okay, just dumped I've, by the river. I've got an idea, Caitlin. Maybe we can make this happen. We need someone to donate some land where anyone can dump um, ca- cars and then we get artists to come along and decorate the cars and it's an art installation. That's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, look, it would maybe it would be some kind of solution because obviously if they leave the way things the way they are now, this is going to keep happening. Yeah, exactly. And I was kind of, it almost reminds me of those, um, the, I can't remember what they're called, the O-bikes or something in Victoria that you're allowed to ride around and then people were just dumping in the, in the rivers and then someone made this strange sort of graffiti installation with them, <laughs> which was very Melbourne, I thought. Yeah, but look, everything fine. can be art yeah. if you put a, put some pretty pictures <laughs> you on put it. Put your mind to it, yeah. Well, you heard it here first, folks. This is the... Um, <laughs> Rescue the Rivers through Car Art Program launch today. <laughs> and that could be a huge tourist draw card now with the, the art museum and then yeah, well, the well, art cars. Denny, Denny with their ute master kind of does a bit of ute art. 
Mm. I think there's Utes in the paddock. We need, yeah. we need, what, what are they called? Uh, we need Rex in the paddock. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> okay, one, one final story for us, Caitlin. Thank you. Uh, well, this one is I'm so um, oh, just really disappointed for these guys because I went out yesterday to see the owners of the Red Truck Cafe who've just reopened after, I think, like seven months of renovations and it just looks amazing in there. Um, and they're doing sort of this cocktails and tapas which is really a market that Shepparton hasn't um, had sort of tapped into. Well, we did, and you know, we did, you know, we used to have a cocktail and tapas bar called Anaya opposite the Vic, yeah. Vic Hotel in Fry Street. Did you, were you ever here for that? Yeah, and then it shut down. Yeah, it just wasn't uh, patronised enough, I think, but it was a really cool idea. Mm. So they're trying to, I guess, fill that gap now. Um, and it, it's really, it looks awesome in there. And they were just crossing their fingers there wouldn't be a lockdown because at the moment they're just doing Thursday, Friday and Saturday sort of 2 to 9 o'clock. So that's their whole week trade um, gone. So when we are back, I would really encourage people to go out and check it out because they've got such, they're really like 99% Australian produce, championing local and they've got really beautiful cocktails on the menu. Yeah, I have dropped in there, not for cocktails, obviously, but for coffee. Mm. And yeah. if anyone wants to know where that is, when you say Maud Street, you tend to think of Maud Street more, but it's sort of behind Park Lake there, isn't it? Yeah, it's almost directly opposite Park Lake. Um, so sort of at the start of Maud Street or the end of yeah. Maud Street, depending on your perspective. Yeah. <laughs> the southern like end, it. the southern end. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, uh, very sorry for them and all the other businesses around town that are going to suffer over the next few days. Fingers crossed uh, we do get out of it, as you said, in five days if, if nothing else happens regionally. Yes, exactly, and I suppose it's a good time to buy some takeaway. Yeah, and I can't ask you what you're doing this weekend because you'll be staying home, <laughs> won't you? I'll be maybe having a fire pit and hanging out with the dog. That's a good idea. Bad, really. now, now, I need to ask you about this dog. Is this dog new? Murphy. No, he's about nine months old, eight months old, so semi-new. Okay, what's his name? Still a pup. Murphy. Murphy the Labrador. Mercy. <laughs> yes, and yeah. if anyone has Instagram, he's got his own Instagram. <laughs> Mercy as in M-E-R-C-Y? Um, M-U-R-P-H-Y. Murphy. Murphy. Ah, that's a good name. And So what's his Instagram account? Uh, Murphy Book Reviewer. He actually reviews <laughs> books, so he's really he's a smart dog. <laughs> uh, there's a joke I can tell you about dogs and reading. It may not be suitable for on air. Um, <laughs> okay, so hello to Murphy, and I'm sure he will enjoy having you at home, Caitlin. Yes, I think he'll have a great vibe. <laughs> <laughs> dogs love lockdown. Mine does they too. Do. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for your time. I hope to talk to you next week. Thank you, Terry.